Hello, and welcome to the Work-Life Mindset Podcast, Tools for Intentional Living. My name is Chris Stinson, and I am your host, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate everybody that spends time with me and also spends time taking care of themselves. And that's really what this podcast is all about. I am really excited for today. Um, the topic I kind of want to dive into is anxiety. Um, <laughs> anxiety is just something that is so prevalent in all of our lives. I think nobody can admit to living a life free of anxiety. I think it's right up there with stress and overwhelm as one of the, well, three of the big feelings and emotions that we carry that keep us in a state of suffering. Um, and in suffering, we will not be taking action. Usually we take no action, if not unintelligent action. But especially in these times with COVID, anxiety is going to manifest in so many ways and so much more often than pre-COVID pre-pandemic, because anxiety is really just stress about a future event, right? Anxiety is not depression. Okay, depression is a chemical imbalance inside your brain, but anxiety actually comes from your thoughts, and that is awesome because we can control our thoughts. Our thoughts start with our beliefs, and what I want to be able to deliver to everybody today are five awesome ways to kill anxiety and these are strategies because we can do this we can control our anxieties you don't need medication um, you just need to note become self-aware of your thoughts and realize where they aren't serving you as well and again anxiety is just stress about the future it's worry about what could happen and kind of a fear of not being in control of your circumstances so I'd like to just dive right in, <clears throat> five ways to kill anxiety. Uh, the first method that I use pretty often, and I really like it, and I have this acronym to remember it, it's called HALT, H-A-L-T. And these are just four questions you kind of want to ask yourself. Okay, you're feeling this anxiety. Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Or am I tired? Halt. H. Hungry. A. Angry. L. Lonely. T. Tired. And I really like the acronym because I don't know about you, but I can't remember all this stuff in the moment. <laughs> um, but if I connect with that and just pause, I can go through and see if, if I am, if I answer yes to any of these things. Because all of that changes the way that you think. Um, and if you change the way you think, you change the way you feel. Um, am I hungry? Like the science will show that it creates stress in yourself and it puts you in a different state. So if you're hungry and you're dealing with anxiety, maybe it's time to go get a bite to eat. Maybe you need to recharge. I think we all forget that our brain needs food also. Yesterday, I had a very long day here working at the computer on the phone calls, doing a lot. I didn't get my exercise in and yet I was eating all day long and I spoke about this to my wife yesterday actually it was this morning and she reminded me like well the brain needs food too 
I'm like, yes, it so does. That's why I was just going to town and eating so much food because my brain was on overdrive yesterday. <clears throat> but it was a great day. Okay, the second one in A there is angry. Um, thoughts create, you know, these like neuropeptides, which if you're not into neuroscience, these are messengers from the brain to the body, right? And that causes the body to create chemicals like cortisol, uh, creates adrenaline, and that all gets your heart rate to spike. And that alone can make you start to feel anxious. You know, this manifests as breathing and increased respiratory rate and increased heart rate. So we want to just kind of connect with that. And are you angry? Uh, maybe you just watched the news. Maybe you were scrolling through a, a feed on social media. Maybe you saw something happen and you're thinking how out of control everything is. This used to always happen to me. Uh, when I first got into just podcast listening, it was all about political podcasts. It was back when I think the first impeachment proceedings were happening. <laughs> and I was constantly listening to these news reel podcasts just to be up to date. I wanted to know what was going on. But every time those left me in a state of anxiety because I was really angry of what was happening. So let's address that and realize that that doesn't really serve you. Um, so if you're angry, you're going to have anxiety. That's the A. L is am I lonely? And, you know, that's something we're all dealing with right now, right? So we need to kind of connect with that and do something about that. If you're lonely, call a friend. Um, write in your journal. Just try to get through some of this stuff and, and see what you can do to address the loneliness. And the fourth one, the T, is am I tired, right? Did I sleep well? Do I need a nap? I feel like sleep is the most important part of everything we do, and not enough people prioritize their sleep. I personally have a, a very rigid morning routine, and I've got two kids, and the house gets stirring around 7.30, so I'm up at 5 o'clock every day, and that's kind of my personal growth time, my development time, my time to meditate and do affirmations and journal. And I'm also equally protective of that time, but Trump sleeps, sorry, sleep trumps all of that. So if you're not getting your, you know, required amount of sleep every night, you're not going to show up well and feelings and stressors and anxiety are going to come into your life. And one way I've, I've dealt with this is over time, I've really set a, a regular wake up time until I just got exhausted enough that I was going to bed earlier. And through that, I started to learn how much time I need to sleep. I am a seven and a half hour sleeper. That's what I need. If I go to bed earlier, I will pop up before my alarm at seven and a half. I just know that's the case. And I can also protect that because, man, shit happens. Sometimes at night, you end up staying up late. Um, something out of your control happens. Sometimes you just let your thoughts run amok. And I'll notice that, that if I go past my scheduled bedtime and I know I'm not going to get my seven and a half hours, I will go over to my alarm and I'll bump it ahead by 30 minutes or whatever, just to make sure I can get the time. I've even canceled appointments in the morning because I did not fall asleep at the right time because I know I can't get up and be the best version of myself if I don't get my sleep. So you need to prioritize sleep. Um, so yeah, the more of these kind of four things you have in your current moment, the more anxious you're going to feel. So if you're hungry, if you're angry, if you're lonely, if you're tired, 
you can count on that creating a good fare of your anxiety. So address those. And those are all pretty, you know, easy things to address just with some actions. Another, the second great way that I've found to kill anxiety is with breathing. Because when we start to change our state, our mental state, our physical state, the first thing that changes is our breathing, right? I mean, that's the first thing that happens when you get anxious or stressed or excited. Um, there's so much power in your breath and recognizing your breath. Um, so we want to check on our breath and our posture. You know, the amount of air in our body will change your state. And a great technique that I really like to use um, when I need a state change or I'm just going into something big and powerful is to just take six deep breaths alone. And that alone can change your state from an anxious to a calm. And there's a great Japanese study that has proved this, that all it really takes are six deep breaths. Another part of that that I like to practice is the four, seven, eight model, uh, where you breathe in for four seconds, you hold your breath for seven seconds, and then you breathe out for eight seconds. And you do that six times and your state is gonna change, almost guaranteed, right? And this works really well with anxiety. Um, you know, maybe you're just busy and kind of a little scattered at life. Well, let's stop and check in with your breathing and just take a couple minutes, sometimes even less, to just do your six deep breaths. Whether you do the four, seven, eight or not, just six in and out deep breaths will always change your state and make you feel less anxiety and stress. The third kind of way to kill anxiety is tied with another emotion, which is excitement. And this one's pretty interesting, actually, because anxiety and excitement are the same in the human body. The only thing that changes them are your thoughts around them, right? And wait, wait, what did I just say? <laughs> anxiety and excitement are the same in the human body. And what I mean by that is they manifest the same way in our body. Okay, when we're anxious, your heart beats faster, cortisol is released, and it's spread all around your body. Your brain waves start to change. Your breathing starts to change. And this is exactly the same reaction to excitement, right? When you get excited, same thing. Increased heart rate, increased release of cortisol, brain waves change, your breathing changes, speeds up. So this little hack here for anxiety is to just kind of trick yourself, tell yourself, I am excited. You know, when you feel that anxiety come on and you're anxious and nervous, if you can catch that, you can just say to yourself, I am excited, I am excited, I am excited, I am excited, I am excited. Say it out loud to yourself and repeat it. It should be audible in your voice. You should hear it in your ears. Just say it a couple times over and over. And what you're actually doing, this is pretty slick, is you're using your brain to trick your body um, based on the way that you feel, right? Uh, to think that you are not actually anxious about something, and but you are excited instead. And this really works. I know it sounds crazy, and it doesn't work for everybody, but it definitely works for some people, and it has worked really well for me when I can catch that anxiety in the moment. Um, you're going to say it over and over again. I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. You kind of smile a bit. Um, and you'll kind of stand up and feel excited because you have repurposed the feelings inside of you based on the thoughts that you decided to change as well. Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I get really nervous or something's like weird, I kind of get this grin on my face like, oh my gosh, this is kind of messed up. And I, that's kind of what's happening. You're doing it. You're kind of like, 
you know, manifesting that uncomfortable or that anxiety about what just happened or what's about to happen. And you kind of can trick yourself to be like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. This is exciting. Um, Because your body doesn't know the difference. You know, it's reacting the same way. So you use your brain to kind of to flip that. So that's a great third strategy. You tell yourself you're excited. We talked about halt is the first one. Breathing is another one. Third one was excitement. And then a, a fourth way to kind of kill anxiety is to really just focus on what you can control, right? Because we all have control problems. I am a recovering control freak. I want to control everything. I'm a planner by nature. I'm a planner by profession. I'm always solving problems and trying to forecast ahead of what is going to go wrong so I can make plans so it doesn't go wrong. Um, But the fact is, most everything is out of our control, right? Terrible things happen in this world. And we have to ask yourself, can I control those things? And 99% of the time, the answer is no. So what can I control? Well, I can control my breathing. I can control my actions in this very moment. So, you know, let's change that and work on these right now. What would make me happy right now? Is it going and playing with my kids? It's going out for a walk or an exercise? It's going out to water my garden and just be out in nature? You can really, you know, change your state by just changing your environment and directing your thoughts, noting where your thoughts are not serving you and change them in a way that's going to bring you into a more powerful and beautiful state. You really don't want to allow things that are out of your control to push you over the edge of anxiety. And too often we are doing this many, many times a day. I did this for most of my adult life. I always believed that life was happening to me. And oh my God, woe is me. This always happens. This always happens. It's all this bad stuff always happens. And it really just took a mindset shift to show that no, actually life is happening for me. And here's all the evidence of how this happens for me. And connecting with a mantra of, which I have always kind of used, but didn't quite notice it. And I don't think I used it effectively. And that's, it is what it is, you know. And more, more directly with this, as I was, you know, treating my anxiety, it was, I can't control it. And once you just connect with that and tell yourself, I can't control it, you're going to understand that you got to let it go. And then you'll actually lead yourself to take actions that are going to treat yourself and help yourself get out of a suffering state and into a powerful state. And part of this focusing on what you can control is really reframing, you know, what you're thinking about and say, you know what, those things are happening in the world, but I can't control that. So let's focus on what I can control. I can control my breathing. I can control the focus I have on my body. I can change myself but I can't change the world around me, right? So what can you control? Your thoughts, your body, your reactions, and your breathing. So focus on those four things. Focus on what you can control. And then a fifth, you know, strategy, skill, whatever, way to kill anxiety. And this one I think I use the most often is really just asking yourself this question is, in this moment, am I okay? And not what's going to come in five minutes or 30 seconds or what has happened to me in the past. 
right now in this present moment, am I okay? Am I breathing? Am I alive? Are my eyes open? Do I have people around me that care about me? Do I have a roof over my head? Because most anxiety comes from things that happen in the future. And we really can't control that. So by bringing your focus, I have found by bringing my focus to this very moment and asking myself right now, am I okay? That just allows that anxiety to release and it helps shift from a place of scarcity to a place of abundance. Because really in this moment, we are all okay. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you have the technology at your availability, you are okay. You know, you might think that you could be doing better, and sure, that's fine, but in this moment, you are definitely okay, right? Um, and do you have to address the future things? Well, yeah, but in this moment, when you're dealing with this anxiety, this very second, you are okay. So use that to keep pulling yourself back. Just that little thing in this moment, am I okay? Because when our emotions get high, our logic gets low. And we need to get in a calm, cool, collected state by looking at our current circumstances and figuring out how to change them for the better. And when we do this, our emotions can be low and our logic can be high. We can show ourselves that our thinking was unintelligent and we can't control these thoughts that are spinning in our head and causing us to suffer, that are causing us stress and anxiety and overwhelm. It's a really interesting fact, but the average person has 60,000 thoughts per day. 60,000 thoughts per day. And 80% of those thoughts are negative. And this just goes into the evolutionary state of our mind from cavemen, and I'll talk about that in another episode. But 80% of our thoughts that we have every day are negative. And 95% of those negative thoughts are the same repetitive thoughts from the day before. So we're just recycling these negative thoughts over and over in our head. And it's no wonder people spend so much time in stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. You know, I had a coach ask me that, how much time do you spend in these, these feelings, emotions? And if I really thought about it and audited my time, it was most of my days. It was most of my waking hours, maybe eight, 10 days. And that probably in reality was a higher number that's all I was able to admit to but again once you start becoming self-aware and add some of these mindset practices into your life I can honestly say I think I spend less than one or two hours a day in stress anxiety overwhelm you know and you're in a scale it's not like always one or the other you're going to bounce back and forth it's just about how much time are you spending with those negative thoughts how many of those 60,000 thoughts per day are negative and how many of them are the same repetitive negative thoughts you had the day before that you obviously have no control over? Or you're worrying about what you can't control over. I'm, I take that back. You have full control over the thoughts in your brain. But we got to learn how to become self-aware to make that happen. And here's another great study. This was done in Cornell in 2005. And it, it showed us that, you know, basically what they did is they took a bunch of people in that had anxiety and they asked them, okay, what are you worried about? What's this future event? Tell us what the event is. Tell us what you really think is going to happen. And they recorded it all down. And they brought them back two or three months later after the event occurred. And what they found is that really 85% of what the people actually worried about never even happened. Right? 85% of the time, 
what we were stressing about did not even happen. And 15% of the things that like that event actually happened, like they predicted and they were worrying about, 79% of the time, they were actually you know, easier to happen than the person expected it would have. They were not as bad. You know, we always make mountains out of ant holes, right? We're all just projecting this to be worse than it is, and it never is. So you do the math, 85% of the time, the bad thing didn't happen. 15% of the time, that means it did happen. But of that 15%, 79% of that time, it was not as bad as the person thought it was going to be. So you do that math, well, I'll do it for you. <laughs> that means 95% of our worries are baseless and result of unfounded pessimistic perception. 95% of what we worry about is totally unintelligent and it's just based on a pessimistic perception. It's based on a fixed mindset. So why should we focus on it? Really, we shouldn't. So to take yourself to a new state of cool, calm, collected, there are five great strategies. Use the HALT. Maybe this is a quick fix. Maybe you're just hungry or you're angry or you're lonely or you're tired. That would be great because you can real fix those pretty quick, right? And maybe that's not what's happening and you're just in a bad state and you want to get out of it. Well, use your breathing. Six deep breaths. Just pause and be with your breath. That's scientifically proven to change your state. You really want to take it to a level, do the four, seven, eight. Inhale for four seconds, hold for seven, exhale for eight. You want to exhale more than you inhale and over-oxygenate. Excitement, you know, use that excitement on repeat. I am excited, I am excited, I am excited. It's that crazy mantra where you're going to trick your brain and body into, I'm not anxious, I'm actually really excited. But this works, it works for me and I've known it to work for other people. Uh, the fourth way is to focus on what you can control. More important, importantly, don't focus on what you can't control. But again, what, what can we control? We can control our thoughts, our body, our reactions, and our breathing. Focus on those things. And then in the moment, this is my favorite one, and it works every time without a doubt, is just to ask yourself, in this moment, am I okay? Like right now. Am I okay? Four great ways to kill anxiety. And that's what I have for you today. I hope that was helpful. I hope everybody can implement some of these strategies to find ways to kill the anxiety in your life and get yourself out of a suffering state and spend more time in a powerful state. Because from these powerful states, that's where we take action. It's where we access our energy and our grat gratitude. This is all really simple, mindful mindset practices. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for taking the time with me today. I hope you got a lot out of this, and I hope you use these tools to help yourself lead and live an intentional life. Have a beautiful day.